I want to just take a moment to remind you or let you know that the Influential Breathwork Coach Certification is now open. We'll be accepting new people until the 8th of January on for our second cohort. What I've loved about this course is that Already the participants are telling me that it is life-changing and that they have one-to-one group clients and also corporate clients who are waiting with bated breath for them to complete their certification. There is a real demand and interest in how we can change, how we think, how we feel, how we behave and our stress levels through working with the breath. There is so much research into trauma release through the breath and I would love you to be part of that journey. So check out the show notes and get in touch and I hope to be working with you very soon. Hey, today is Christmas Day if you are listening on the 25th of December, the day that this show goes out. And I first of all want to wish you a Merry Christmas, whether you are listening today or catching up later in the week, or maybe you're binge listening to these episodes uh, a few months down the line. Today's episode is all about reflections of the year, my biggest lessons, my biggest learnings, and how you can apply those to your own life. Now, it's probably no surprise to those of you who've been listening to me for a while or followed me for a while that one of the biggest most important lessons that I've really grasped this year in fact I feel like it's been beaten I've been beaten over the head with a saucepan to get this into my head and that is that the most important things about life are your mental health your physical health your emotional health and then the physical, mental and emotional health of those that you love and care about. Coupled with that is following your gut, trusting those nudges to go and do something a little bit random, trusting those nudges to explore an area of interest or to go to a class or to do something maybe a little bit unexpected or maybe something that you're conscious rational brain would talk you out of doing because often when when we get through the fear of going and doing something new there's all sorts of gold to be found and what I've realized is that there's nothing more important than developing strategies to cope during times of stress so that you can get through the difficult periods And once you're through those difficult periods, then those strategies, those whatever they are, whatever you implement, then allow you to thrive. Now, I feel as though I'm very glad to be seeing the back of 2023. This has been one of the hardest years of my entire life with challenges at home, with challenges in Uh, one of my businesses with legal issues, financial things that came out of the blue, with parenting three teenagers, with my own health being absolutely shot to pieces earlier this year, and really being forced to evaluate potentially for the first time really deeply what I stood for, how I wanted to live my life, and was I going in the right direction? And I have to say that by the end of this year, I'm in probably 
the calmest, happiest, most content space that I have been in for probably the last five years or so. And that comes down to cutting back or stepping away from absolutely everything that does not make me happy, that does not feel good. That is business ideas, that is um, people, that is uh, hobbies, that is friendship groups, all sorts of things. If they don't bring me joy anymore, I ain't doing it. And that joy can look different in different parts of your life, right? But ditching the drama, stepping away from people who bring the drama and actively actively walking the other way when I can see the drama ahead of me or the drama makers ahead of me has been such a game changer for me. I feel like it's allowed me to not only stay in my lane, but carve out a new lane. And that as I lean more and more into trusting myself over the direction I should take, which for me really is this gut feeling. And the more I learn about felt sense, the more I learn about the gut brain axis and how we're receiving messages that are through our body, which of course, probably no surprise to hear has been largely because of me stepping back stepping into breath and what my body's telling me then it's allowed me to open up to much more openness trust of the right people trusting myself when I'm with people that feel good and allowed me to escape from running on that place of fear of judgment and um, not being enough and that for me has been that for me has been really eye-opening I feel as though a softer side of me is much more present than it was uh, much less driven much less ambitious but still knowing that I'm highly capable at what I put my mind to and simultaneously being determined not ever to drive myself towards burnout or stress um, through pushing and hustling too hard. One of my biggest pieces of awareness this year has been that stress is nothing to be sniffed at. It is, it is a serious issue. And furthermore, that our bodies are not designed to cope with the society and culture that we're currently in. And the most valuable learning of my year has been making my landscape much calmer, making my body much more regulated. Now, that doesn't mean that suddenly I've become this kind of constantly meditating, calm guru. Like, that's not, that's not the case. But I feel as though through learning, learning techniques that really help allows me to recalibrate much quicker. So I would also say that when you're going through tough times and actually just post COVID or when you're entering a new phase of your life. So, for example, you know, I'm not standing at the school gates anymore like I was for many years now that my kids are all teenagers and 
actually you can suddenly realize people I knew before I've grown out of there's no issues there's no friction there but it's just a sort of natural parting of ways and that it's possible to stay feeling pretty lonely if you don't go and put yourself out there and sometimes going and doing something an activity for joy for connection for fun for um a change of scenery then that can be a really great way to open up your world. And I've talked a lot about going out and having more fun on this podcast. Whatever fun looks like to you, I really hope that that's something you can reflect on over this Christmas period about what you want to take into 2024. What makes you happy? Now, in terms of running a business, what does that mean? What has that meant for me? And really largely this year, I've, I have explored more and more things that work for me in that personal development and self-help kind of way. And largely that has been the breath, the breath work and the breathing expertise, which had you told me last, actually last Christmas, I was already pretty deep into it. But if you told me a year and a half ago that that was a route I was going to take, I would have not believed you. And yet, I found my way to being able to take a really difficult period of my life, which happened in probably between January and March, March, April this year, and turn it into, what is it they say? Life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I feel as though the breathwork is my lemonade. And it might not be something that I'm mad about forever, but right now, as I look around at our society and see so many people depressed, anxious, struggling, having panic attacks like I was, who are putting either talking about it and don't know what to do, or are putting a brave face on it, or they will mention that a family member of theirs is struggling, but they don't mention their own struggles. Well, what if, what if there, there was a way? And I think what I found for me is a way that I know helps and the science backs that up as well. So I'm loving that I found I found a tool and a technique that can change lives, that dovetails with many of my other abilities, that I feel really not driven, but I feel passionate about getting as many people to know this stuff as possible. And despite the shockingly difficult year that I've had this year, and I'll go into some of those challenges shortly, the fact that I have, I found my way through the brambles, I found my way through the thicket of nettles out to the other side, and I now feel really open. I feel as though for the first time in a very long time that there is a vision for the work that I'm doing that is beyond it being ego driven or profit driven because at the end of the day once once I had started making significant amounts of money with one of the businesses uh, well once you've done that you've done that and um and I think as well in the online space it's really easy for us to see all of the external success but you never know what costs someone has behind the scene or and there are all sorts of things as a business owner that can come out left field, which is what happened for me. 
And now I feel that what I'm doing isn't about me. I genuinely want to get this knowledge out into the world. So challenges then that have come up for me this year, I've really struggled with perimenopause and getting my hormone balance right. So I'm on HRT. And earlier this year, it was very hard to get the the hormone um, the um, hormone replacement therapy medications, and even you know I I can get them for the NHS or I can go to a private clinic, but there was such a shortage this year uh, in in various parts of the country that that had a major impact on me on my physical and mental health, which coincided with some immense pressures in other parts of my world as well now looking back 10 months later I feel really different about it I feel much more educated around perimenopause and what it can look like I also feel as though I have um, really stepped up in terms of awareness of things that are really affecting our world so mental health dyslexia, autism, ADHD, that people around me that are have been diagnosed and uh, how it has affected them to have those diagnoses and um, what that's meant for me as well potentially because it can reshape some of your thinking um, and the way that you behave towards other people. Um, I also reached a point where I wasn't sure that I would continue in my own business, running a personal brand. I really had to dig deep. Like, why am I doing this? And how how can I be someone in the personal development space when at that particular time it felt like my whole world was falling apart? How can I how can I try and be that like guru's never what I've been trying to be? How can I be like a light for other people when I'm I'm in the dark? And actually what I realized over time is I started to feel better and I got the got the hormones, the raging hormones back under control, was that actually that they're the people I find most inspiring, the people who are really honest. I don't have to tell you everything, they don't have to tell me everything, but the people who are sharing parts of the difficult challenges of being human, because I, that's so much more relatable. And um going dark on this podcast deciding to stop this podcast when I just relaunched it we'd just done that whole big branding relaunch back in last November and then it came to an abrupt halt I stopped recording the podcast back in February just uh, not long after my live event which was amazing I was on top of the world at my live event but there were some niggles behind the scenes that I couldn't talk about and obviously health things went downhill rather quickly um so it's been interesting for me to evaluate what was that all about and I feel as well that I'd lost my way somewhat my business and what I was building and what I was known as no longer represented who I was and whilst I was still I still had the capacity to build on that there was no vision for it because there was no meaning behind it. Now, don't get me wrong. I still loved what I've created, but in a really different way. Like I'd grown through it. I'd grown out of it. I'd evolved out of it. And the net effect of doing something that your heart isn't in or your gut keeps telling you this isn't where you're supposed to be 
it leaves you feeling depleted. And if you're experiencing that depletion right now, and you're maybe noticing over the, the Christmas period where you've got a bit of a break and you're dreading having to get back to it, then ask yourself really deeply, is it true that I can't change? Is it true that there's nothing else? Is it true that I'm stuck? Because there's always a way out. And when I look back now, the truth of the matter is not that these things all came out of nowhere all at once. To a certain extent, you could look at it that they did. But the other part of me knows that I'd been disengaged from my work, my working world, for quite a long time. And I wasn't managing my team effectively. I wasn't managing myself effectively because family concerns had been knocking me sideways for quite a long time and because I didn't have a big vision for how I was actually being of service to the world how I was actually being purposeful beyond making money and I felt as well that I wasn't using some of my natural gifts and as I see it you may think differently but I think my natural gifts are communication my natural gifts are which obviously makes me a natural podcaster. My my natural gifts are actually being able to listen and coach some people through really difficult challenges and knowing intuitively what people need. And I wasn't able to access that in the role that I developed as um as running with running the podcast agency. Now I still have the podcast agency, it's still doing absolutely fine. But I know that's not where my heart is. That's not where I am in the future. When I think about my future, where am I going to be? What kind of company? What kind of company am I going to have? And I feel now that with all of the coaching and personal development stuff over the years that I've trained in, with the breath work as the icing on the top, I feel now that I really know that that I've brought this puzzle together. It was like the breath and the breath work have been those that icing on the cake, the, the final piece of the jigsaw, if you like. I've worked really hard this year to get my stress levels under control, to release shame, guilt, um, limiting beliefs that had cropped up again that I thought I'd done lots of work on. A lot of that... I'd worked on subconsciously, but I, through breathwork, became aware that it was actually stored in my my body as well. So through doing a lot of breathwork, I feel like I've released a lot of trauma. I feel that current issues that crept up this year, I have I've begun to release them because I know how to. Uh, that doesn't mean that life behind the scenes is now plain sailing at all, but I'm feeling as though allowing myself space to heal and allowing myself space to have space has been really important. And the most important thing that I've done this year is develop a deep connection with myself so that I can listen into, am I wanting to make a decision because of fear or am I wanting to make a decision because it feels good in my body? And when it feels good, even if it's not logical, it is always the right step. So I feel as though the positives of this year have been that my hormone levels are much more balanced. I have way fewer migraines than I was having. I feel as though I've recalibrated as I'm going into this new period in my life where one of my children has left home and uh, the other two 
I was going to say they don't need me so much. They need me in a different way. <laughs> they need me just as much. Um, they need me in a different way now. And I feel as though this year my values have been tested and I'm now able to make decisions from that place of, well, what are my values? What's my value system? I'm incredibly proud of the way that my husband and myself have supported our children through a really difficult year. And I've loved actually stripping things back. So stripping back this podcast for a start, there was uh, a fear of doing that having a podcast when I'm the pod when I was known as the podcast queen and I've got a podcast production agency why would I have a podcast that is so stripped back and raw why why would I do that well the answer is that for me this has brought back a lot of connection to you guys a lot of connection to what I'm really saying and feeling as though I'm doing that thing that inspires me and other people sharing the journey um, this isn't batch recorded. Very often I'm recording this on a on a Sunday and you many of you may be listening on the Monday morning and it feels like an ongoing conversation. And the interesting thing for me is I've had a, a successful podcast for quite a long time. And now more of you reach out to say, hey, I listened to this and hey, that's just what I've been thinking. So that's been interesting for me. Um, it may evolve and change again, knowing me, it probably will. But right now, this is how this strip back version uh, is what I'm enjoying. I'm actually currently sitting in my little study slash office. I've got a few candles on, Christmassy smelling ones, glass of Ballycastle, which is Bailey's uh, Aldi's equivalent of Bailey's, having just returned from doing much of our family visiting um, and having family to stay ready for Santa to come this evening. Um, I think as well, some of the, the best things that have come for me this year have been, well, two things, actually. One is training in modalities that I've been curious about. So I started the year with deciding to become a breathwork teacher, not at not just a breathwork facilitator. I decided this year that not not only would I do that kind of longer breathwork journey, but that I would train with in functional breathwork as well, functional breathing exercises. I also decided I would train in EFT, tapping, um, and also in theta healing and in Reiki. So I'm now, uh, I was already a Reiki practitioner, but now I'm actually a Reiki master and Reiki teacher. And those all of those modalities together combined with a lot of deep learning in the breath field have allowed me to explore other parts of myself and actually to do as I said more healing to delve into what what has been traumatic for me in the past understanding much much more about trauma in myself and how to help other people through that as well and going that layer deeper of this isn't just limiting limiting belief work that we talk about in um, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming or hypnosis, this is actually stored in our bodies. And that for me has been quite, I never know how to say this word. It's been a revelation, revel, 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 revelatory, I don't know how you say it, revelatory, is that the way? So what this has meant then is that for B, 
business, I have stepped out of launches. I've stepped out from heavy, heavy, heavy promotion. I have deliberately moved away from people and spaces that feel toxic or that are supporting toxic behaviors. I've leaned into anything. I've leaned away from anything that feels like hustle and much more into what feels good and open and spacious. I have muted my ability to follow people who um, have on occasion when I've not been my in my best self made me feel that they haven't made me I have felt that I should be doing what they're doing because that's obviously the route to success and I think that that for me has come back from well what is success if I'm making a shitload of money but I'm really ill and stressed and my kids aren't getting the best of me because they're not because I'm not there or that's that for me isn't success success for me is waking up and really liking my life success for me is being there to be there for my kids and my husband and my parents um as and when I'm needed success for me now is having that flexibility which we've absolutely needed as a family over the last couple of years I've also then in terms of business not only have I then created this new business influential breathwork but I've also really challenged myself on some pricing issues so I think once you've built a personal brand there's and and you're coaching or doing masterminds or mentorship there is this pressure to be constantly increasing the thousands that you're charging and I had to really look at that and it was an ego thing because I know that for my new course that's available or other coaching that I have available right now I know I could charge a lot more but I don't want to be so inaccessible that it's hard to work with me I don't want that I want people to know that they can get help and that whether it's me or someone that I've trained that help is available so I for my pricing now very much lean into well what actually feels good what does my nervous system tell me about this Do I feel regulated selling something at that price? Because we know, don't we? We know if we're undercharging massively. We also know if we are charging way too much. And our behaviours change as a result of that because we don't feel comfortable selling something that we deep down think is too much. So that's been interesting. The other thing I've been stepping into is cold water. Um, (laughs) My husband and I have been doing that for about two months now. Uh, Most days, uh, our pool went a little bit green. So we're going to be doing, um, he's actually out there right now cleaning the pool, ready for our Christmas morning dip. Um, We're going to be getting, making that um, every single day, uh, certainly Monday to Friday that we do that. And that is our way of connecting, but also making ourselves have so many more endorphins. It makes you feel amazing, guys. Um, As I go into the new year, I am going to be looking and focusing on my health. And this is going to start with um, well woman checks. This is going to start with looking at my nutrition and getting help with that rather than me just picking up a book. I need some support and guidance on how I can change things. I want to live a long, healthy life. And I think my knowledge around breath work and breathing and how to breathe optimally to feel better 
I'm now thinking, okay, so I've made I've made some massive changes in terms of my stress levels because I've changed my breathing. But how much better could I feel if my nutrition was on point as well? And uh, don't get me wrong, I've got some resistance around that because every time I've looked at changing my diet before, it's been to lose weight. And now I feel, as I've learned more about um, perimenopause and menopause, that it's actually most important to me to maintain strength and and bone strength as well. So that's one of the driving factors for that. Now that I am the ripe old age of forty six, I yeah. So I'm 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 going to be looking at that and different ways that I can fit in exercise. I was doing a lot of swimming earlier this year, but unfortunately the times no longer work with school drop offs and things like that. So. Uh, I'll have to figure out what that's going to look like. But um, I have a few injuries at the moment, <laughs> one of which I think I might tell you about on a different episode. But um, yeah, I find it very hard to sit down at the moment because I have some damage to my coccyx area. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say for now. Um, but yeah, and again, that's an incentive to make sure my body is healthy and fit and and okay. But chiefly for me, it's been this year a case of looking at what what is life like if I'm more relaxed? What is life like if I'm more at peace with myself? And what if I am less driven but happier? Is that still success? Am I still a successful person? My model of success is rapidly changing. I think as well, other things that um, have cropped up this year is my eldest left home to go to university. And I guess as she's become an adult, letting go of the way I think that things should be and letting her go. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's something that mothers necessarily talk about a lot what it's like when your eldest actually leaves it's strange uh, because I still have all the mumming duties at home for the other two but I've become very aware that that time is really limited now it's always been limited right until they go off into the big wide world and yeah learning to accept what is and how things are rather than wanting things to look perfect or be perfect I've also really enjoyed deepening some friendships and making new friends this year in some unexpected places and noticing that actually what matters to me as I go into 2024 is wanting to do things that are active using my body there's a theme here that get me outdoors back to nature back outside doing things that that are not repetitive, that they're challenges, physical challenges, emotional challenges, mental challenges, and building my business alongside those interests, alongside that attitude. So my question for you, because I like to leave you with a little question on this wonderful Merry Christmas Day, is what would it be like for you to let go of some stuff? What are you carrying that? Do you know what? You are sick to goddamn tired of carrying that thing. 
And how can you look around and be really grateful for those smaller moments? Now, it's so easy to hear, oh, gratitude, I wrote a list of five things and I'm supposed to feel better and I don't. But what is there in your life that actually, when push comes to shove, you know that that is what really matters? And how can you lean into that much, much more? So as I say that, we are now, we always do some, it's always a bit of a running joke. We do some presents on Christmas Eve, which are always pyjamas, but we always pretend it's a surprise that everyone's got pyjamas. So we're about to go and do our pyjama opening and um, digging into a Christmas movie. And for me, I am going to be looking at really enjoying these moments really enjoying the fact that my parents come over for Christmas dinner, that the kids are all at home. Oh my goodness, it felt so good to have all three children back under the same roof, um, even though one of them hates the fact that I say she's a, she's my child, because of course she's now a grown-up. Um, but but that those these things, taking these things in, are success. These are happiness for me right now. So I'm wishing you not just a Merry Christmas, but I'm wishing you a happy Christmas in whatever happiness and joy looks like right now. Um, I'd also like to thank you, if you're listening, to for supporting me this year, whether that has been that you are listening to this podcast, whether it's been that you know me in real life and you've let me know you listen, whether that is that I've never met you um, but you have reached out to tell me or whether you follow me on socials. You know, I've been really open that the last couple of years have been tough. This year has been the hardest of my life and I've come through it and I am definitely smiling and I'm thankful for all of you. And the door is always open to connect with me. Um, let me know what's going on in your world. Um, and... And if this has this show has been a positive influence on your life and it spurred you on to do things a little bit differently or a little bit better or walk away from things that no longer serve you, then I would love to hear that. So wishing you a very happy Christmas. Take care. Oh, actually, before you go, I just want to remind you again that the Influential Breathwork Coach Certification is now open. So if you have been thinking that you would love to have a new modality in your toolkit, if you would love to learn how to manage and regulate stress levels, if you would love to help release trauma, if you would love to feel better emotionally, physically, spiritually and mentally, then this is the course for you. As I said, the participants, the first cohort are absolutely loving it and I would love to take you on the journey too. Check out the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the new year.